Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we do not, but we encourage you to support the stuff that you do enjoy, even if we don't like it. Buy records, go see bands. We're striving not to be professional critics, make objective value judgments, or change anybody's mind here. We're just uh, talking about the music that we hear on the show. Sometimes we like it, sometimes we don't, but that's entirely inconsequential. The format of the show is also very simple. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven per episode to listen to. That's all there is to that. If you want to submit music to the show, it's demolistenpodcast at, g- at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. And if you want to call in and leave us a message, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your me- message a minute and a half or, or under, please. Or uh, shoot us a text message if you don't believe in your own ability to, to uh, be brief. I don't have a whole lot to address this week. In fact, I only have one note, although one thing did come up uh, yesterday that I'll probably bring up just briefly. But the first thing I'm going to say is that I've been seeing an increasing amount of apologia for non-Danzig era misfits recently from from some pretty big outlets. Okay. Um, no shade whatsoever. I say this with no shade whatsoever. He's a sweet guy. I like him. I chat with him on the internet every once in a while. We don't know each other well. Tom, uh, who sings an indecision mm-hmm. and who co-hosts Axe to Grind, he recently caped up <coughs> for uh, like American Psycho, I think is the name of the is record. Is that the first one post-dancing? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Like the 90s one with the, like the, the really detailed like Crimson Ghost on the cover. Yeah, I saw them. I saw the, that tour with like orange nine millimeter or some shit yeah sure yeah um and then i've seen some other people on the internet caping up for it recently as well and uh you know like tom specifically said like okay you know divorce it from the legacy of the misfits think of it as a different band you know a song like dig up her bones is a banger of a punk song right and uh so i i tried that thought experiment Mm-hmm. And I'll have to politely disagree with Tom on this one. Uh, it's not a banger of a punk song. It fucking sucks. And the whole record fucking sucks. And additionally, I don't think you can divorce it from its legacy because that Danzig era Misfits is an unassailable discography. Right. It's incredible. Right. And that dude wrote all of those songs. And on many of the recordings, the most popular versions of those recordings, he's also basically playing all the parts. Right. He is the Misfits. What is the weakest song of the Danzig era Misfits? Uh, Rat Fink is down there. 138. 138 is down there for sure. Like Legacy has a theme for a jackal. Right, right. I don't think that's the weakest. Some of the some of the like slower burn tracks are a little bit weak. Like, yeah, 138 is a good one. Rat Fink is a good one. Um, but any of the like energetic tracks are great. And there are even like this, you know, slow fucking like more mid-tempo burners that are great. Like where Eagles dare and shit like that. Yeah. Or I mean, London dungeon. You know, a fucking okay. Banger. So hold on. Let's just real quick. Right. Yeah. Let's just recap. Yeah. Okay. Let's recap. Um, not all of them, but let's just, I'm just looking at the LPs, right? Sure, Walk yeah. among us, Earth, AD, Wolf, Blood and Legacy Brutality. Right. 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 Let's just let's just take a look at the songs on these records. Okay. 20 Eyes. Sure. Turned into a Martian. Yeah. All time. All Hell Breaks Loose. Yeah, incredible. Vampira. Yeah, great. 
Nike a go go. Yeah, it's fine. Right. A weaker hate, one. Hate breeders. Of course, great. Of course. Mommy can go out and kill. Yep, great. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Yep. Right. Skulls. Yeah. Classic. Dude, skulls are so good. Violent War. Yeah. Violent World. Violent World. Yeah. Devil's Whorehouse. Mm. It's fine. Right. Still Astro, pretty good. Astro Zombies and Brain. Astros. I. Yeah. I right? mean, Astro Zombies. Come on. Insane. Yeah. Uh, Earth AD. Wolf's Blood. Yeah, I mean, dude, like green hell right, right. off the top. Death comes ripping. Right. Death. Oh, dude, death comes ripping. Right. Insane. Demonomania. Right. Right. I think those records are pretty much start to finish, like all bangers. Yeah. And even like Legacy. Yeah. Right. Uh, Static Age, TV sure. Casually, hybrid, hybrid Moments, Spinal Remains, yep. Come Back, Some Kind of Hate. Dude. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Right. Spinal Remains. Yeah. Yeah. Theme for a Jackal, and Angel Fuck, Who Killed Marilyn, Where Eagles Dare, She, Halloween, American Dude, Nightmare. Dude, she is so fucking good. Like American Nightmare is kind of a fucking cornball. Sure. Even then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. To me, the Misfits do not exist Yeah. after Danzig. I think even if you're of the... My, my stance on this is even if you are of the opinion that, like, thought of as a separate band... 90s era misfits has some bangers whatever which i i honestly do disagree with I, I don't think that they're good full stop but if you like that brand of more melodic punk i think as a pure exercise in in respect in respect for legacy you can't allow it in the canon i think we we have to draw a hard thick line in the sand and say over this we shall not cross yeah and in this case it's we're not letting graves era misfits into the canon yeah i i it doesn't exist to me no it doesn't exist to me either like i don't even think of it is there is there a single person yeah there has to be right but is there a single person that the first fucking misfits they reach for is a fucking oh yeah post dancing record a lot of people dude like a lot yeah but that's probably just because of like dancing yo those songs no i don't think so dude i think it's a i think it's an era thing i think it's an entry point thing i think for some people i think for people of my generation i think people in the 35 to 40 range there are a group of people that that is their misfits that's fucking bonkers because Okay, the Misfits, the original Misfits, yeah, are basically the fucking Beatles of punk rock. Sure, yeah, agreed. Right, yeah, and then it's like it's it's like the Beatles break up when when they're sixty eight, they break up or some shit. Yeah, right, they fucking break up. I think it's a little later than sixty eight, but whatever. but it's like right around. Sure, they, yeah. they, you know, they, they have like they have like you know they're pretty much done. It might be sixty eight. Yeah, it, they're pretty much done. Yeah, before the the end of the sixties. Sure, right, they're done. Yeah, right, they go their separate ways, and then it's just like. If if like Ringo Starr and and if like Ringo decides to get like three other dudes, yeah, in nineteen eighty one, right, 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 and reforms the fucking Beatles, right, yes. and people are like, oh yeah, man, that Beatles record in eighty two, always my first listen, right, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's psychotic, but it is a thing. I I I, I know I have many peers who are like, that's their era of misfits. Well. You are flatly wrong. Okay, I would agree. I would agree entirely. Right? Yeah. Flatly and wholly wrong. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they should even have different entries in in like Discogs. And I feel like yeah. it should be M-I-S-S. Right. F-I-T-S. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? They they should be considered different Because I'm missing dancing on all those fucking tracks. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so that's really the only prompt I had this week. I just wanted to set the fucking record straight on. Yeah, it, man. I, yeah, not, man. I don't know. We're like, not doing we're not doing late era misfits apologia here. We're just we we simply there's just certain things we just can't let slip through the cracks. And like, that is one of them. Like, 
why I don't I don't understand like why it even becomes something that people start talking about like what you feel bad for Michael Graves? Yeah, I certainly don't. You feel bad for these fuckers? No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't feel bad for any of them. No, you know, no, nope, they can. Uh as you once put about, I can't remember who you were talking about, but oh, you t- Anthony Kiedis. Oh yeah, open up the buckshot lunchbox and take a big old bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about those guys. Like, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't fucking matter to me. Yeah, for sure, not right? one bit. No, that shit sucks, man. Uh, and I easily could have been in a a guy who I remember as a young man, still young enough that my tastes were still forming. But I had already consumed the classic Air Misfits stuff, and I had my my pal Chris mm-hmm. Pickleheimer in middle school, who was like, "Dude, you got to check out like he he introduced me to like the worst era stuff to like famous monsters and shit, and then like back to like American Psycho or whatever." And uh, I was like, "No," and I was only like thirteen. I was plenty young enough that I could have been like, "Oh yeah, this is cool." And even then, at 13, I was like, no, dude, this sucks. This fucking... Because we were doing, like, a fake, you know, a, a middle school band. We're, like, getting together. And he's yeah. like, dude, I want to cover Misfits. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. what are you thinking? Hollywood Babylon? Right. Like, she... And he's like, no, dude, like, this stuff. And I was like, this is... it." At the time, I was like, what is this? This does... This, I didn't know this existed. I don't know. We're just... I'm not letting it come... I'm not letting it slip through the cracks, dude. No, We're not letting this in. Holy fucking... You're holy fucking wrong. For sure. Here's the thing. Yeah. Because we've stated before, horror punk began and ended with one fucking Absolutely. band. And actually, horror punk began and ended with one dude. With one man. Yes, exactly. Right? For sure. Yeah. And beyond that, like, you know, I'm not... It's just not no. interesting. No, it's Unless not. I actually know you. Sure. And I think your band is fucking good. Right. But, like, you know. Yeah. I ain't fucking interested in anybody trying to sound like the fucking mess. You think you're going to catch me out here listening to Blitz, kid? You got another thing coming. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? No fucking no. way, dude. They, they, come on. Yeah, for sure. And the fact the fact that every single horror punk band tries to sound like. I know. Danzig? Yeah. Era Misfits? Yeah. Tells you all you need to it, know. It sure does. Yeah, it sure does, man. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's all I had this week. You got anything on your mind? No, man. Okay. Never. <laughs> you I you a, always have a lot on your I mind. I had a good fucking week last week. It yeah. was nothing but fucking fishing and swamping. Right. Up at 5, in the river at 6, eat yeah. breakfast at 8, swamp, fucking looking for shit all day, eat dinner at 5, fish until dark, go to bed, do it again. Yeah, it's beautiful. Honestly, yeah. if if I could choose a way to spend the rest of my days, yeah. that sounds pretty nice. It does sound pretty nice. Yeah, right? sure. I, so, could, I could see you going, just going out there one day and just being like, this is where I'm going to stay now. Yeah, just going hard on it. Sure, yeah. Right. It's a pretty good life. Um, I wanted to say, uh, plug a couple shows real quick since this is coming out before all of them. Uh, you still got time. You still got time. If you're here in this episode, you got time to take this coming Friday, May 19th off, Enforced at the Bug House with Feet Aside, new local up-and-comers, very good death metal. Um, like, it's... I, I don't know, dude. It's this is the, probably your last time to see Enforced in a basement. I would imagine. Um, I don't think that it's going to happen again. The new record just dropped. It's very, very fucking good. I think that band is soon going to be bigger than they already already are, which is a considerable. They're considerably large. Yeah, they, they already have no business playing in a basement. They got no business playing in a basement. And uh, shout out to Will for for listening to the show and just hitting me up and saying, "Hey, let's 
play this basement on the way to play this actual metal fest with Cannibal Corpse that we're playing the next day. Yeah. You well, know it's a I mean? beer fest. It's a beer fest that has metal bands, sure. Right. But it's a fest, you know. Right. It's a big fucking gig, right? Right. And they're playing a basement in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So this is going to be your only time to ever see that happen again. So if you would like to do that, Come to the bug house this Friday night. I know we have quite a few people driving in from out of state for it. We should have uh, seen if we could get Cannibal Corpse on that show. We should have seen if we could get Cannibal Corpse on that show, if only. Uh, maybe they'll be the secret unannounced guest. And then I also have Obscene from Indianapolis coming up for that show, who I've big upped on the show yep. before. I put them in my year-end list. In my opinion, one of the best death metal bands going right now should be bigger than they are, hopefully will be bigger than they currently are in short order. Uh, then on the 29th, we have Jive Bomb, who is uh, kind of popping right now, uh, shares members with Brat, who I just had at the house and then played with a few days later down in Indianapolis and then played Distorted Mess Fest down in Lexington. Brat fucking rules. Jive Bomb is really sick, too. Um, that will also be the return of local, also young local up-and-comers, whippersnappers, uh, Moloch. Uh, their drummer is finally healed up from a mosh-induced hand injury where he had to get surgery. He and was moshing yesterday. Though, he so was moshing he yesterday. And, dude, it. I admonished him beforehand because he showed me his hand. Yeah, I know. And I was like, you're not going to fuck that up moshing, and, and right? And he did a fucking one-hand cartwheel. Yes, I know, dude. He was windmilling with that thing. <laughs> no, dude. Do you even like drumming? He's a lunatic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the kid's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. But I have more power to him, man. And I guess if I were 19, that's what I'd be doing, too. wasn't um, when I was 19. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what he's on. Uh, so uh, that's coming up on May 29th, which is a Monday. And then I just set up a fairly last-minute show for MS Paint at the house. If you're hearing this, I don't even know if they've announced this leg of the tour yet, but I'm telling you here first. June 5th at the house, uh, MS Paint, Pat and the Pissers from Indianapolis, Myself and Nate's band, Parasitic Twins, and then probably one other local if I can lock somebody down in the next few days. Again, that is another band who, in a very short order, you're probably not going to be able to see in basements anymore. Randy gave me a call last week, said, hey, can you do this? I said, yes, of course. That show is coming up. Uh, come out to all of them if you can. The rest of the year pretty much is all bangers. I've got that. I've got Cemetery Rapist at the house on June 16th if you're into very, very stupid music come out to that. There are also some genuinely good death metal bands on that show. Uh, I've got fucking asbestos, uh, from you know, on 11 PM records, fucking ripping ass shit. We may have had them on the show before. Certainly I've talked about them on the show. They're coming through. I've got, uh, combust and wreckage coming through the house, August 13th. If you don't already follow the bug house on, uh, Instagram, look out for the flyers. The rest of the year is pretty much nuts shows back to back to back to back to back for the rest of the year. Uh, try to come out to some stuff. We've had more regional people coming out recently, and it's been nice. The basement did flood last night because somebody finally moshed into a pipe. It's it, fixed. But it's already fixed. Nate and I were there today. Nate sucked up all the stuff with a shop vac. It's cleaner than it's been in probably two years. I think it was a blessing in disguise. So uh, Yeah, we'll get it all fucking dolled up before uh, this weekend. Before the enforced show, for sure. It's going to be it's gonna be right as rain, ready to go, ready to be destroyed once again. Um, and I got nothing else. Let's uh, let's jump into the queue then. All right, sounds good. Okay, so we got a good one tonight. I think I'm, I'm feeling good about. It. There's nothing I see in this queue that I think every single thing in this queue looks good. Like full stop. I think it all looks great. So first up, we have got Illusion with their demo. This is a band from France playing some permutation of hardcore punk. Looks cool. Um, this was sent in by Derek. Then we have Grave Lurker with their self-titled release. This is a uh, death metal band from Memphis, Tennessee that was sent in by SM. 
Then we have got Bird Law with Disintegration Blues. This is a band from Illinois. It shares members with uh, Payasa. Um, this was sent in by Will, um, who I will see on Friday. He's coming out for that in Force Show. Be like Will, drive in from out of state. Um, he said that it's uh, stuff that doesn't really strike him a ton this day, but there's something about these kids, this core nucleus of kids, which we identified when we, when we listened to Payasa because we were like, man, this normally wouldn't strike me, but there's something about what these kids are doing and how they're doing it. Evidently, according to Will, it carries over into this band as well. He said it's kind of metallic, hardcore stuff. I was listening to the Bulldoze demo the yeah. other day. Uh-huh. And, um, so, you know. So was I. You know, I also got, you know, compared to Bulldoze. Sure. Sure, yeah. Dude, those, there is no goddamn reason in the world for any one of those songs to be as long as they are. Oh, they're they're too long for sure, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, they're too long. But like, I still really like that demo. You know, because the, de- the demos, the de- I like the demo too, but like. Yo, that shit just becomes background noise. Yeah, yeah. It's they, the the tracks are a little long for sure. Um, then we have got Yellow Cake with Can You See the Future. We've had these this band in the queue before, but we uh, the dice did not favor them. Um, this was sent in by John. Um, you can look at it and get a fairly good idea of probably what it's going to sound like. Then you have then we have got Crime eighty four with uh, their Kidnapped demo. Uh, this uh, this was sent in by Cliff. And this label is based out of Glasgow, but I think this band is from Jakarta. Then we have got uh, Wet Pleather with their demo. This is a band from uh, Nova Scotia. It was sent in by Stuart, who described it as like uh, some post-punk stuff, I believe. Um, then we have got Cryptid Summer in Search of a, in search of a Perfect Cave. This is a band from Washington, D.C. It was sent in by Dave. Um, I don't know what to think of it. Looking at it, the name, the art, you know what I we'll mean. We'll see. This is this is the only one. This is the only one. When you opened up with Misfits, I was like, hmm. yeah, yeah. This is the only one where I'm like, I'm not so sure about this, but we'll find out. Then we have DSM Five with their uh, Scarblacka D Beat Volume Two EP. This is a band out of Sweden. You know what? You know what this is about, just based on everything that I just said. Says it right in the fucking. Yes, yeah. This was sent in by Matthias, our Swedish correspondent. Then we have uh, Idea Death with their demo. This is a band from California. It was sent in by James. Um, Did we have this on this band on here before? Uh, the artwork does look very familiar. I'm for pretty sure. sure that I've, if not, I've heard. I think I've heard this band before. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Um, this uh, this came out in August of last year, so we've had plenty of time to potentially hear it. Um, and then last up, we have Spirit Possession with Of The Sign. This was sent in by Shelby. This is a band out of Portland who he says is very good and uh, will maybe give us some things to talk about. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Um, I guess if we land on it, we'll find out. And there are some visual cues that do lead me to believe, may, yes, maybe we will have some things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's roll the dice and see what's up first. Two. All right. Two is uh, Grave Lurker. We're starting out with uh, presumably some death metal. At least I think that's how it was described to me. I think this band has been around uh, for a little bit too, like maybe since like 2018-ish. So they've been kicking around for like five years or so. Um, There was not a particular song recommended to us. Um, The first song is queued up to play, so we'll just go with that. We're going to listen to Before the Smell Overtakes Us by Grave Lurker off their self-titled release. We'll begin with a reign of terror, a few murders here and there. (laughs) 
Okay, we just listened to Before the Smell Overtakes Us by Grave Lurker off their self-titled release. Uh, Nate and I were trying to figure out if this is a posthumous release just because some of the phrasing on this, like them thanking all the bands they played with over the years, the fact that this was uh, recorded, the instrumentals were recorded uh, in 2021, the vocals were recorded in 2022. They had a promo for May of last year. I'm not so, uh, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I hope that this band isn't broken up because uh, that was really good. Yeah, um, I, I really fucking like that. In the, in the email, it was described as old school death metal in the vein of autopsy or uh, impetigo, um, I guess. I, I The samples, I guess, sure. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is straight and to the fucking point. Very to the point. Came out the gates. I like the sample at the beginning. Yeah. I got, you know, with good horror, classic horror. Sure. You know, and, and like just general nastiness that you find on like you know, carcass records, sure. and, you know, impetigo stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know if I would make a one-to-one -one comparison to that band. I wouldn't either. Um, this, this is, uh, yeah, this was fucking good. This was out the gates to the fucking point. The vocals were fucking sick. I was about to say, I love how unhinged and raw the fucking vocal delivery is. And there was a lot of dynamic range in it too. Yeah. I think in death metal, like, there is a there are many instances and it works fine uh, most of the time but where a dude finds his lane and he does that thing for the duration of a record mm -hmm. you know whether it's a guttural or whatever mm -hmm. whatever their chosen uh, brand of death metal vocal delivery is but this dude was doing it all yeah. he did guttural and high and unhinged hey that guy's doing the highs and the he's lows. doing the highs and the lows just like black black dahlia murder can, can you, you believe, believe that, that? <laughs> i remember when that was a talking point among my peers dude the fucking art the, like the i don't know if the picture on here if it's from a movie if it's fake if yeah. it's real but it's fucking killing me yeah it's great dude <laughs> some dude with barbed wire wrapped around his head he looks like a fucking idiot and yeah. A goon yeah and he's drooling it's so fucking funny yeah i'm, I'm curious if, if i were real. if i were like an emt yeah and i got called to you know respond to some farmer that was all fucked up like that yeah i just get out of the ambulance and laugh <laughs> <laughs> no it's a good thing you're not an emt yeah um but yeah i thought that was really great i don't really have much to say about it it's like it's fucking raw no, death metal it's man. fucking sick it's yeah. it's it is you know also i guess in the vein of, of impetigo is like that it just it revels in filth sure yeah it's not just the samples but thematically it's it's reveling in fucking filth sure yeah right which i'm into yeah it's pretty much um it's pretty much just sort of all about gore and disease, at least uh, what I can tell from, from what the I can fucking infer, titles. Yeah, right? sure, yeah. So, yeah, this was fucking sick. A Frothy Brine is a really good name for a song title. A I Frothy like. Brine yeah. is a good name I for like that. a song title. Because I'm, sure I'm sure I can guess at what sort of Frothy Brine they're, they're speaking about. Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. What could that mean? You know, uh, you know. I know what Munchausen sim Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy is when you project that usually onto a child. Ah, uh, so like, like a, like a my, magical spell. Yeah. So like, oh my 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 kid has cancer. We're taking her in to get tested, et cetera, et cetera. I've known people uh, with parents who have had Munchausen by proxy. It's really fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, but isn't Munchausen like when you? It's psychosomatic, like you you start to show. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, it, what you, kind of what kind of ritual allows you to think my kid has cancer? I mean, kid you, has cancer. You're, with a young kid, you young kids are very susceptible to influence, particularly from their parents, and they tell you. And sometimes it also includes uh, making your kids. <laughs> like, so sometimes it includes actively making your kids sick. Yeah, but like, like poisoning them. Yeah, well, but that then that's not really like it. Still is. It still falls into the category of Munchausen by proxy. I think they need to get their shit sorted out. 
I, I think I think that like if a parent is poisoning a kid, yeah, that's not Munchausen syndrome. It's just poisoning, <laughs> right? If a parent is like, oh, my kid has cancer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ruminates on it's like the, the baby has cancer. The baby has cancer. The baby has cancer. The baby has cancer. <laughs> right. And then they take it in, and lo and behold, the baby's got cancer. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but this is more like you're making your kids believe that they are sick through your intense projection of that idea onto them. You know what I mean? It's more common than you might think. Yeah. It's psychotic. It's very fucked. Yeah, it is fucked. It's very fucked, for sure. I wish it was a little more... I, I, I like my version of it better. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Right? Sure, every, yeah. sure, everybody would like your version better because it's a, a little bit more fantastical and magical. Yeah, like, like yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it's the same level of abuse, I suppose. Sure, but it's cooler. It's, <laughs> yeah, definitely it's the cooler. same level of abuse, but it's cooler. But it is cooler, for sure. <laughs> and when and we're and when we're getting down to abuse, I guess if we got to cut hairs, at least make it split make hairs. It cool. At least make it cool. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if there's gonna be abuse, at least make. If it you're cool. gonna make me sick, do it with an incantation, not with poison. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, how? St like, okay, let's say. Let's say you start getting tumors. Yeah, sure. Right? You don't know why. Like, what the fuck? Right. Right? You go, maybe they're cancerous, maybe they're not, but you get, to, hopefully they're not cancerous. Hopefully not. If you get a tumor, hope it's not cancer. God willing. Right? Yeah. But you're like, what the fuck? Come to find out, your neighbor next door, yeah. whole fucking ritual. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Right. That's cool, no doubt. I'm like, holy, I'm like, holy fucking shit, dude. This works? This works? This is crazy. Then I'm firing back. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Then we're in a battle of spell casting. <laughs> yes. For sure. Yes, we're, yeah. we're now, now we meet on the we've psychic now, we, battlefield. We, we've now entered a new reality. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll see you on the astral plane. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, you're just poisoning me. Get the fuck out of here. That's not even cool. I know. And it's deeply inconvenient. I don't want to be poisoned. And very abusive. And very abusive. To say the least. <laughs> to say the least. It's up there towards the top of abuse, right. I would say. Po poisoning, poisoning your child. Poisoning your child <laughs> yeah. is almost as abusive as you can <laughs> It's be. way up there, dude. It's way up there. Um, all right. What's, uh, what's next? All right. Seven. All right. Seven is... Uh, is something that makes no bones about what it is. DSM-5 with their Scarblaca D-Beat Volume 2 EP. I'm not sure if that's how that's actually pronounced. It's a, it's a city in Sweden. Um, let's see. Let's see if they... Uh, no, no particular songs recommended. Um, they've got the first one queued up to play. If I had to guess... There's probably not that much difference between any particular song on here. Um, it's it's D beat. It's Swedish D beat. I bet it. I bet it sounds away. So we're gonna listen to "Kiss of Death" by DSM Five off of their off of their. I'm sorry, their Scarblaka D beat Volume Two EP. Death. I'm the 
All right, we just listened to Kiss of Death by DSM-5 off of their Scarblaca D-Beat Volume 2 EP. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how long this band has been around. I don't think very long. I think about like a year. It uh, looks like their first thing, their first EP, the Scarblaca D-Beat Volume 1 EP came out in March of 2022. Um that was pretty good, man. It was ripping. The riffs were very good. We always talk about the necessity of a good, catchy riff in a D-beat song where that's what you're relying on primarily is just like an one single riff as an anchor, anchor point for the entire song. I thought that this main riff got the job done very well. My only beef with this at all was that the mix on this song was bad. Yeah. Um, the vocals were so hot. They were way the fuck up top, sitting way on top of the mix. Um, the drums were kind of quiet. Everything, like the tones sounded good, like the drums sounded good, like the drum tones, the guitar tone was very good, but uh, the instrumentals were just quiet, the mix was just kind of fucking weird in general. So this, uh, not even recorded better, I don't think, because it sounded like every all the sounds captured were good. Uh, this mixed better. Um, it looks like the mix is from uh, Studio Mantel. Fire Studio Mantel. Don't let them do uh, Scarblocka D-Beat Volume 3. I, I think that they did a really fucking bad job on it. Um, but other than that, I thought the music was quite good. This was this was more rock and roll than I think I expected? It wasn't until they hit that rock and roll part. But it was very like Swedish fucking D-Beat. Yeah. And then they hit that rock and part with the solo, which I, I thought was I, actually quite good. I have no problem with, the, with with this song other than the same as you. The, 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 the final product, the final production yeah. was weak. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, it just didn't I, hit. I want it noisy. I want it blown out. I want to fucking. I want the production to rage just as hard as the fucking music. Yeah, for sure. It has to. Right. It's like such a critical component of this kind of stuff on record. And and I also feel like. I feel like um, for Scandi DB, uh -huh. I really, generally speaking, like the original language better. I would agree entirely for right? sure. Yeah. Like it just suits it. Yeah. Like Swedish, Swedish is made. Yeah. For deep beat it's for almost sure. you know it's it's like it's fucking perfect yeah i would agree right yeah whatever it is about if it's rhythmically or whatever whatever just works incredibly well over this brand of db and i would agree entirely the original the original swedish uh over this particular brand of swedish db is is the way to go in my opinion but you know we ain't in the band we're not producing the band as much as we like to sit in our armchairs and pretend like we are at the end of the day we got what we got this yep. is the product they gave this us is, this is what we got and i got a couple nitpicks but the band sounded good. I'm sure live, this is fucking great. Yeah. And again, recorded, it sounded good in terms of what was captured. The song was fucking ripping. Um, but I would have trouble. I probably wouldn't reach for this solely because, like, I can't bump this in the car no, the way that I no, want no, to. No, you no. know what I mean? No, this isn't going to fill your fucking head right. This in the same way that, like, Exploder would. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. But all in all, pretty good. I hope the next thing is recorded better. Uh, what's next? Seven again. Okay, seven is uh, Idea Death with their demo. This came out in uh, August of last year. Um, it's like some so. Um, let's see what let's see what James James Reuter had to say about this. Um, he says that the name is a portmanteau of Poison Idea and Megadeth. Vocalist was in NASA Space Universe. Okay, I love uh, I love NASA Space Universe. He said it's one of his favorite band, current bands in the general LA region, like new wave of British heavy metal, but with more formaldehyde huffing. The tape comes with a real sick zine. Okay, cool. Let's jump into it then. Um, not a particular song recommended on this, I do not believe. Um, they have got 
the first song queued up to play, named after, I have to assume, the nuclear bomb dropped on, uh, what, Hiroshima, I believe? Could be. Um, so we're going to listen to Fat Boy by Idea Death off of their demo. heard the song fat boy by idea death off of their demo How'd you feel? not named after an atomic bomb no not not named after an atomic bomb that's fat man yeah and little boy mm -hmm. this was just about the fat boy the fat boy i, I wonder if he's fat i the the vocalist of this band, yeah he he described himself as the fat boy yeah um so i'm not sure uh how'd you feel about it uh so this was not what i expected at all yeah this was not the band that i thought i had heard okay i thought this was going to be just pure putrid fucking filth death metal sure just based on the album art <clears throat> yeah and and uh my own presumptions yeah um what did the the person to send this in drop like well they said it's it's a portmanteau of poison idea and megadeth yeah yeah sure right sure i mean there was some early poison idea riffing in there definitely especially with the way that like builds and stops and restarts and builds and stops and restarts and, agree and uh 
I like this, but I have the same fucking complaint that we had with the last one. That's exactly where I'm at with this. This man. sounded like shit. It sounded very bad. It, it just, and again, like I'm, I'm all for a lo-fi demo, but if you're going to do a lo-fi demo, then I want it to be blown out. I want it to be fucking busting through the speakers in terms of just like a lot of fucking noise, a lot of feedback, a lot of hiss. Yeah. This is just kind of sounded weak. And thin. This, this song, yeah, very thin. It just didn't hit. There was no ass on it. There was no fucking low end. So this is one of those things where if I saw this band live, I would be like, oh, fuck, this ripped. And then I'd buy the tape and go, oh, the tape is like songs are good but it doesn't sound very good in the fucking tape yeah. player you know yeah because I mean? it sounds like they're playing their fucking asses off on here yeah for sure it sounded sick and i i thought that their their uh brief foray into like just kind of uh a, a, an extendo jam in the middle of the song mm -hmm. worked surprisingly well at first when it started i was like oh man is this going to kind of suck the air out of the room is this going to is this going to halt the momentum but i thought it worked really well i think that the songwriting here is good the energy is good the vocal delivery delivery was very fucking manic kind of snotty um, yeah the vocal delivery was also a very early poison idea for sure uh for sure I, I i mean i thought that the song was quite good i can see why james really likes this band especially if he's getting the opportunity to catch them live um i thought the recording left something to be desired but again just like the last one not in the tones not in the performance not in the songwriting uh it, the recording just straight up just didn't didn't serve the songs, you know yeah. what I mean? Which, whatever, it's a demo, so that's to be expected, right? Like, one would assume eventually we'll get better versions of these songs, uh, better recorded versions of these songs, or new songs recorded better than this. Yeah. As a demo, it gets the job done, for sure. I mean, I yeah. thought this, it, it demonstrated that this, the band is good. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So, um, we do live in a world in which we just expect the demo to be like the thing. Yeah, because for so many bands, that is the fucking end product. I mean, the fact that we called the Colossal Man demo a demo is psychotic. It's an EP. Yeah. It's just a or demo because it's on a tape. Get, but, like demo one, demo two, demo three. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right? But this is a proper demo. It's a right. demonstration, and it did the job. It's I can tell that this band is good, and I liked the song. So, yeah. All right, what's next? Two. All right, two is Bird Law with uh, Disintegration Blues. This is, uh, they've only got one song up right now. Um, the entire thing comes out on May 19th. So uh, this coming Friday, after you're hearing this, the, the Friday of the week that this drops. So we're going to listen to Your Bangs Do a Good Job of Covering Up the Lobotomy Stitches by Bird Law off of Disintegration Blues. You're an emotional fucking cripple. Your soul is dog shit. Every single fucking thing about you is ugly.
All right, we just listened to your bangs do a good job of covering up the lobotomy stitches by Bird Law off of Disintegration Blues, which drops in in its entirety the Friday after this episode drops. Okay, this didn't really capture me, per se. The thing that I will say that I liked about this is that it was very grimy and very noisy. There is a way to deliver the same type of music with a sort of sterility that I find full-on offensive. Mm. This did not do that. This Mm -hmm. was grimy, and there were moments where there was uh, little dalliances with like mid to late 90s era metalcore, talky vocals, dissonant chords, and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Just because of my preferences, I wish that they had leaned into that more. There Mm -hmm. was a lot of modern sort of beat-down adjacent sensibilities here. There was a lot of modern metalcore in this. To me, this still sounds kind of squarely local, but it's a band that I can say with confidence if these were young people playing locally, I'd put them on every show that I could. You know what I mean? And I would encourage them to continue pursuing their craft and kids would go off for them and it would be a good time. Like a a band like Moloch, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I like Moloch. I think they're sick. I love watching their sets. They excite me. They're young kids who are enthusiastic about what they do. I don't really put their music on for fun, right? It doesn't resonate or click with me like that but i appreciate it i think it's sick i support those kids and what they do sure if this band were local to me i imagine i would feel a similar sort of warmth just listening to it on recording it didn't do much for me just to be frank but i didn't find it offensive and i think that they're pulling from enough things that are within my wheelhouse that i can give them the nod and say hey cool sure you know that's where i sit with this sure yeah so I think I like this a little more than you, um, probably because I am wholly unfamiliar with more modern influences that they're drawing with this. Sure, yeah. That, you that, know what I that mean? That would help for sure. But like the grime, the noise, especially yeah. like those fucking ringouts at the ends of like, yeah. you know, the ends of riffs and at the, you know, those ringouts, some of the, some of the like noisier sort of like pausing moments, you know, like, like moments where they just sort of drop the fucking stomp for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? really kind of reminded me of post him singer dead guy sure 100 percent. right and that and though and that was the element of this that i that i res that resonated with me and will when he sent this in said some moments on this really kind of remind me of dead guy of later era dead guy maybe i'm crazy i don't think you're crazy at all i 100 identify that too and even absent me mentioning it you heard that in there. so And yeah. I would I have to imagine that that is an active influence on what this band is doing. Yeah, I have no idea, yeah. right? Because I, I don't know how far the, the, these folks are removed from that because, I mean, that yeah. album is 25 years old. Yeah, I mean, they describe themselves as noise core. Right. Um, the, the artwork is a particular vibe. Uh, you know, they have metal core and hardcore tag down. I, I got to imagine any similarities to dead guy are not coincidental. Well, yeah, I, I'm not going to say that for sure, but like, that's what kind of, what, you know, this reminded me of at times. Yeah. I actually didn't mind the stompier bits so much yeah. because they were kept in check. Sure. Yeah. They you weren't, know, they weren't too self-indulgent. The, the little bit at the end got a little, yeah, a little too much for me. For sure. Um, but yeah, like I thought this was pretty good. And the fucking, like, the song titles are pure fucking 90s, too. Oh, yes, very much so, dude. You know? Very much so. The longer song titles, anyway. absolutely. um, Yeah, I thought this was pretty sick. I'd like to see this band live. For sure. Um, And, uh, 
Yeah, I hope that uh, I'll check out the rest of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's fucking released, for sure, I'll do the same. You know what I mean? I I think also something that strikes me about this, and that is a through line between Payasa and this, is that it seems wholly unconcerned with trends of any sort. Um, which I always appreciate, even if it's something that doesn't resonate with me. I'm always happy to see bands just saying, yeah, this is how we sound. Yeah. Doesn't sound like anything else in our scene. Doesn't sound like anything that's particularly popular right now, but this mm -hmm. is what we like and this is the music we're going to write. Yeah. That's the vibe I get from this for sure, which yeah. I, I appreciate. So yeah, yeah, I didn't think it was bad at all. It didn't really hit me, but uh, I'm interested enough to see if the elements of this that I did enjoy are uh, present on the other songs in this. So I'll probably check it out on Friday when it drops. Yeah. All right, what's next? Four. Okay, this is the Wet Pleather demo. Um, this is a band out of Nova Scotia. Let me make sure that uh, a song was not suggested to us. It was not. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll just jump in at the beginning where they want us to. We're going to listen to Skin Crawl by Wet Pleather off of their demo. listen to skin crawl by wet pleather off of their demo uh, I, I get the impression this is pretty much a brand new band uh, from nova scotia how'd you like it so we already talked about two other bands with their demos and how we didn't like the sound sure pretty sure i like this yeah right but this was the kind of noise that i want to hear yeah on a demo sure 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 yeah you know like what i mean din of like a hiss this, this that you was, have to this was almost unintelligible yeah 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 you have to like really penetrate through the hiss to find out what's going on and i think that helps it i think it helps it too right if this is like very sterile or like very well produced i don't know how much the song like stands on its own two feet i right. thought the song was fine I, I i couldn't even tell what the fuck was happening at some point like suddenly right. i finally heard like i thought i heard vocals i know i was wondering too but I then was suddenly like, i clearly heard a man right. yelling yes yeah, same right? same same because i was like wait are there vocals like buried in here yeah and then they came in i was like oh there they are okay but there i had the exact same thought where i was like i want i think maybe there are vocals on this like, but i don't know all i heard was like guitar noise and and drum yeah and i think i liked it sure but i think I like, I think I like the music, but I definitely liked the sound of the demo. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, I think this kind of like 
the grimy, hardcore punk, lo-fi shit. I mean, it, it rides so heavily on the power of aesthetic and presentation. And I think that's fine. You know, I, I, there are people who dismiss that out of hand because they're like, oh, you know, the songs don't stand on their own, whatever, etc. But the any sort of like multimedia project, which is what a physical release, what a record is, it's art, it's like how it's recorded, it's the tones you capture. It's a lot of elements, right? So like, even if the songs are just halfway good, but everything else is all the way good, and they work in cohesion to create something that's appealing overall, I think that's fine. Right. And sometimes it works better than other times. And sometimes the aesthetic and the presentation is fucking see-through and the songs just blow dick. In this case, I thought the song was pretty good. I see this in a basement. I'm moshing. I like it. I'm going side to side. You know? Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Because I'm not, like, like again, I'm more intrigued by the mystery of the music. Sure. Than necessarily, like, the song that I heard. Right, sure, sure, sure. Like, I hope that the, if, if I were to see these folks play live. Yeah. Right? I hope it's just as fucking noisy. Yeah, I hope it's noisy. I hope the vocalist is writhing around being a fucking weirdo. You know? Yeah, because you know? to me, that's, it, it, that's just, like... Yeah. It's it's another level of instrumentation. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, right. that's one thing I really like about Paprika. I mean, they're obviously buddies, but I think Jeremy is a really good front man, and he has the energy for this sort of, like, blown-out lo-fi kind of hardcore punk. Like, he's the ideal front man for that. He's a fucking wiry, squirmy, confrontational little fucking weirdo. Well, yeah, and, and, and the thing is, too, it's like, just because, like... I don't think punk has to be listenable to be good. No, certainly not. Right? No, certainly not. I think we. I think anybody in the sound of our voice is very well aware of that. Fact you know what I mean? Like, like I don't think it has to be listenable to be good because, no. as you said, it's like it's like a total package sort of thing. Right. Um. And and and, you know, the more off-putting it is, a lot of times, honestly, the fucking better it is. Sure. Yeah. You know. Agree. So if this is just totally fucking weird from top to bottom. Yeah. And sounds like shit even live yeah cool I can if this is it. just a bunch of fucking like normal looking people yeah trying sure to be weird <laughs> right 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 yeah and then you see them live and you hear in total clarity and it's just right. like okay right 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 because there are, i've had plenty of experiences right. like that for sure and this is not cool yeah i've heard i've heard a cool creepy mysterious blown out demo and then met the people and seen them play and just like yeah yeah, the dream is dead. I don't right. give a fuck about this anymore. Right, but you know, like they they mentioned that this was like you know recorded on a four track. Yeah. you know what I mean. Sounds so like I, it. They they knew what they were fucking going for. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I thought it was pretty solid. For yeah. sure. All right, what's next? Fuck these people. <laughs> Wait, why fuck? <laughs> why fuck these people? Okay. The people listening to our show, you mean? The fucking people in the band, whoever. <laughs> right. Yeah, whoever. Sure. Right. Yeah. Kiss of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck these people. Yeah, good attitude. All right, you ready? Yeah. Right. We got five left? We got five left. All right. One. All right, one is Illusion with their demo. Demo with a little uh, accent mark over the E, so you know it's foreign. Um, this is a band. Uh, they're on uh, Urticaria Records. The band and the label are both out of France. Um, no particular song was recommended to us. They have got the first song queued up to play, Monde, Mod Monde Moderne. Um, we're going to listen to that. Let's fucking, let's hit it. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I saw a man lying in the street, and I said, can I help you? He said, no, I just found a parking space. Now I sent my wife to go buy a car. It's just murderous what's going on with people these days. heard Monde Moderne by Illusion off of their demo. So the thing that sticks out to me on this is that um, the drum, when the drum machine came in at first, my ears perked up. I was like, okay, what are they going to do with this? What direction are they going to take this? And then as the song wore on, it more just felt like whoever's doing this project couldn't find a drummer. Yeah. Because... While I am glad that they didn't endeavor to make the program drums sound like real drums and kind of leaned into that vibe, it didn't really serve the music more than a normal drummer would. It didn't take the music in new or exciting or interesting directions. It was pretty much bog standard, like straight ahead, fast, hardcore punk stuff of this style, mm -hmm. just with programmed drums, right? So I didn't. I don't think the program drums really elevated the project. Um, I don't know that they took away from the project particular, e particularly either. Um, but in general, I thought that this was just like pretty solid hardcore punk of its style. I, 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 uh, I found the program drums cut program drums kind of tiring by the end of the song. Sure. Well, cause you get no, there's no variation in them whatsoever. Yeah. And this is not like a, again, like program drums in the context of synth wave or post punk or dark wave or whatever, creating a sort of trance like state is part of it. Like the consistent percussion helps with this, like having no dynamics or anything. It really didn't like serve the music. I don't think. Well, I think about bands that I've seen. Okay. 
acts that I've seen sure. with program percussion. Sure. Right? Every time I've seen a band basically doing bog standard, as you said, hardcore, or playing, you know, just fucking like metal. Sure. Right? Yeah. Over the program drums, mm -hmm. totally uninterested. For sure. But when I've seen a band using program drums to do like something like the mall or something that you sure. just couldn't do right, right without yeah, yeah. it exactly it's fucking interesting right because if you're gonna use my feeling is because oh, not to, not to no no go ahead yeah like because otherwise this is just a dude in a mic yelling and a dude in a guitar yes exactly right and that's just not interesting for sure yeah i was gonna say if you're utilizing the program drums anyway and if you're leaning into to making it sound like program drums like they did here utilize some interesting idiosyncratic strange sounds that are on offer with the program drums add more layers of percussion in the background add a digital shaker in the background anything build layers build some sort of like syncopated rhythms in there do something that is like rhythmically or sonically interesting since you have the tools at your disposal anyway and you're leading into it if you're just going to give me a, a straight just fucking a, a d a simple db yeah uh, yeah exactly because otherwise i just want to hear a real drummer playing yeah. a fucking bl like blistering db exactly exactly that's what fucking elevates this that's what makes this more interesting for sure right because i i didn't think that the i didn't think that the yeah the, the music just wasn't that interesting to make up for the lack of a fucking drummer yeah i would agree yeah. it's also a bold fucking move to put out your demo tape and have four songs and then four different takes of the same songs on the tape. It's just four songs and then alternate takes of the same four songs. Why would I want alternate takes of those songs? Wouldn't I just assume you're putting the best takes on? And they're the exact same. They're the exact same song length. So like, they're the same song length. So it's probably because he's pro they're programmed drums. So they're set. There's no yeah. push or pull right. or dynamic quality right. in the playing of the songs. Right. So the only thing that could be different is maybe some vocal delivery choices, a guitar part added or subtracted. Guitar tone. A yeah. guitar like, tone. Like anything. Yeah, exactly. But like, why the fuck would you do that? Right. That's not interesting. It's quite presumptuous to assume like, okay, I'm going to give you four songs and then, you know what? You might, you probably want to hear uh, what other kind of ideas I had with those same four songs. Right. Flip the tape over and find out. Honestly, just, just break it down to what do you want to see live, right? Yeah. Do you want to see a band playing this sort of shit with a real fucking drummer? Right. Or do you want to see two dudes just standing there? Yeah. No. No, man. No. Just, no. just, just find someone who plays drums. Yeah. You know what I right. mean, it's not that fucking hard, right. dude. Especially for this. Right. I could play drums for this fucking band. Um, this episode so far has been surprisingly mid, actually. <laughs> I, I went in with like, damn, everything yeah. looks really cool. This is what I was talking about, dude. You can make shit look so fucking cool now, and you can fool even an old... Well, we started off pretty strong. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. I mean, the Grave Lurker shit was good, and, and we haven't had anything that I think is bad. I think most of this stuff is some degree of like okay to good for the most part. Um, nothing on here is bad, but it, it nothing nothing's sitting with me in such a way other than maybe the grave lurker stuff nothing else is sitting with me in a way that i'm like oh man i can't wait to revisit this 
So, you know, it's one of those weeks. There's always some fucking, some nitpicky thing, right? But yeah. I, I do feel like that what we just heard was the weakest out of everything tonight. I would say so. I would say so, too, yeah. We want to do one more? Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to do one more. We All don't right. have too many messages. Okay. Got like three. All right. Uh, two. All right, two is uh, Crime84 with their kidnapped demo. This uh, this came out. Uh, technically, we missed the cutoff date on this, actually. It oh, came, no. It came out in March. March. Oh, no, no, no. It's th- just this year. My bad. I'm okay. sorry. Um, it's It says demo 22, mm-hmm. uh, but evidently it didn't get released until March 13th of 2023. So there you go. Um, okay, so uh, it's described as fast UK 82 hardcore punk from Jakarta, Indonesia, heavily influenced by ultraviolence, GBH, the partisans, but still retain their own sound. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm fucking into it. Um, let me make sure that there's not a particular song recommended to us. There is not, so we'll just go with the first song on here. Uh, well, actually, no, we won't. That no, song is 48, 48 seconds. Yeah, let's actually go with the. Uh, we'll go with the title track, uh, which is the second song on here. So we're gonna listen to "Kidnapped" off the "Kidnapped" demo by Crime Eighty Four. We just listened to Kidnapped off of the Kidnapped Demo by Crime84 from Jakarta, Indonesia. This is out on Pogo Till You Drop Tapes, which is a tape label out of Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah, I mean, this was as described, certainly. You know what I mean? This was UK 82 Warship to the max, as it uh, is described in the write-up here. I don't think it's really aiming to be anything else. Um, No, there's no reason to say retaining their own sound. Yeah, for sure. You don't need the fucking... Look, there's not a lot of room for originality when you're saying UK 82. Yeah, for sure. You're you're quoting... or You are uh, evoking such a specific regional and temporal scene. <laughs> like, no, 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 but like, like as if your own sound would be 
better than any of those bands. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, like, I, brother, I don't fucking give a shit about your own sound. If you're cap, if you're copying the Partisans, guess what? The Partisans nailed it. Just do that. Yeah, you know what fine. I mean. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but this was as described. It was uh, a little amateurish. Like there were some moments where they stumbled on some bit. of the fills and stuff mm -hmm. like that, which is fine. Um, and I overall, I thought this was fine. It was like. UK 82 kind of ripping street punk stuff. If this were an American band, we would say this is definitely like a locals only sort of thing. I, I was, I was going to say that anyway. Uh, yeah. I think that this feels, this feels very local. This feels like street punk bands that I saw when I was 14, 15 years yeah. old and liked a lot when I was 14, 15 years old and then never thought about again. Once I discovered music that was better than that. Right. Um, I, you know, it was fine. They're doing a thing. They're having fun with the thing. Hopefully they have cool little outfits that they wear at their shows. Yo, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. This release uh -huh. exemplifies pointlessness. Sure. So this is an Indonesian band. Yeah. This is a tape really being released by a, a label. In Glasgow. In Glasgow. Yeah. Right? Transparent blue tape with exclusive artwork for the UK provided by the band. Limited to 20 copies, and there won't be a rerun. Right. So when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. Also, the wrong, not to be that guy, the, but come on. The wrong there. Yeah. Twice in one pay, on one page. Yeah, right. for sure. I noticed that. And there's nothing printed on the tapes either. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> why bother? Yeah, like, why do this? Just, you know what? Take the master. Mm-hmm. Fucking play, go take the master, just throw it in the Great Barrier right. Reef. Just, just take the master tape, you know. Yeah. Fucking put it in the boombox, play it, uh -huh. and then and shoot it, it into just, space, and then just throw it off the cliffs of Dover <laughs> right into the fucking ocean while it's playing. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, as many people like, would hear it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think limited to 20 copies and there won't be a rerun is a, is a brag. No, it's really not. It really it? doesn't speak to the confidence. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, we put out 150 tapes and that ain't saying much. No, you know but like, I mean? yo, this is limited. I'm only doing 20 of this. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. it. Then why, if you can't... If, why bother? If you if if what you're doing only necessitates 20 copies, why do it at all? It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, making, it's like, uh, going to um, going to a fucking party. Yeah. Right. You make you make brownies for the party. Uh huh. Right. They're fine. Right. They're not outstanding. They're not terrible. They're just fine. No one's gonna fucking care. Sure. But you make three. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. So like, why'd you do this? Why? All? Why? Why bother at all? Like right. the, the the effort in fucking making this is is more than the return could ever possibly be. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> I would agree with that entirely. Okay, well there we go. Uh, there were there were two. Like, how insulted would you fucking be, right? Uh -huh. As the, as the band, as the band, the, the band, but like you know, hey, only make twenty of these. Right. We're sending. We're sending. Um. We're sending you this. You know, we're sending you this music. You know, we're sending you these fucking files. Mm. Pogo till you drop our tapes. Um, we only want you to make 20. Sure. <laughs> yeah. For the whole fucking world. Right, yeah. UK, UK exclusive limited edition. Was there an Indonesian exclusive? Who knows, man. 
I would say no matter how, no matter, like 20 copies of whatever mm -hmm. is exclusive to the immediate friend group. There. Yeah, for sure. That's not UK exclusive. That's like your block exclusive. <laughs> That's your crew exclusive. That's a friend. That's a friends and family pressing. You know? So fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So fucking stupid. Yeah, no doubt, dude. No doubt. There's no. Yeah. What What do we do? Like, we're really. Like, what the fuck? It would be another thing too. Like Wu Tang has that one record, right? Right, right, right. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's a different thing. That's a different thing because it's Wu Tang. Yeah. Right yeah. when when I see this kind of stuff, it just makes me really feel like we're really circling the drain. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, <laughs> no, we're not. We're just fucking. We're treading water here, man. We got to move. Put one arm in front of the other and fucking swim somewhere, dude. This is. We can't just sit here doing twenty copies of tapes. <laughs> like the fucking Beatles. Hey, sounds great, guys. I'm gonna make fifteen. <laughs> Uh, I've I've released I've released albums that have almost as many test presses. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, yo, yeah. get it while it's hot. There's only 20 of them. Right. Sometimes when we do 150 and we, you know, after we give them to, we give copies to our Patreon subscribers or whatever, you know, between the band and us, yeah. we usually got 90 to sell. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's like stupidly limited. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like that's all, that's borderline foolish, but at least we got like a hundred people that can buy copies of yeah. this. And that's reasonable. Yeah. Between like. Well, or, or if it was like super sought after, like, okay, sure. we're doing another run. Sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. But these guys like, yo, 20 and there won't be a rerun. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. fuck Crime 84. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck that Indonesian man. <laughs> it's like an insult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's listen to some messages, huh? Okay. Hey, guys. This is Jake. Uh, first time caller. Kind of new to the show. Uh, I've been, been listening to a bunch of it, and I keep hearing you guys talk about, like, Tolkien and, like, 40K lore and, like, in D&D, but I never hear you guys talk about power metal, which is, like, in my experience, goes hand-in-hand hand with those things. And as someone who has been poked fun at my entire life for liking power metal because it's pushy, pushy shit, I want to know what you guys thought. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. I like power metal that isn't pussy shit. Yeah, we've talked about power metal a little bit on this show, you know, and um, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's not that I dislike it because it's quote-unquote pussy shit. I just find most of it to not be compelling at all. I think that there's there's like a modern branch of it. Yes. That is definitely pussy shit. For, well, yeah, of course. You know what no I mean? Doubt, like yes. like I the, maybe I'm maybe I'm totally wrong here, but I associate with like anime idiots. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And video game idiots. Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah, and and you know, make no mistake, Nate and I both like anime and video games, but those aren't the people we are. Quote, I I like anime and video games sure that's it yeah do i actually care yeah no i would yeah i would say i probably like both of those things more than way me. more than me but uh i'm still not uh i'm not an anime and video game guy yeah you know like I, mean? I i couldn't give a shit oh you you want to watch paprika sure yeah 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 you want to watch ninja scroll sure right do i give a fuck what is hot now no sure right yeah same thing with same thing with power metal like if it's fucking if it's fucking, I guess, aggressive, mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? It needs to be good on its own merits. And not just... Fu- and, 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 yo, like, to me, it ain't about the wanking necessarily. No, it's certainly not about the wanking. Right. No. You know, I want a good, I want a good strong riff. Yeah, a, a good, nice, heavy a good strong beat. riff. I don't, I don't really give a fuck how fast you can play or anything. Like nah, that. and the other thing is, I don't is, really give a fuck how high you can get that falsetto. The thing is that there's plenty of just straight up good metal and heavy metal that already deals with fantasy themes that isn't power metal. Yeah, I can turn to Dio for fantasy themes, and it's like still some of the best metal of all time. And not explicitly power metal. Also, also, yeah. you know, if we're thinking about like D and D and stuff, right? Yeah, I I am much more into like a, if if we're talking about music in D and D and the style of D and D that I want to play, yeah, definitely death metal. Yeah, yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely absolutely. death metal. And if I'm and if I'm looking for some sort of explicitly nerdy style of music that's associated with fantasy and shit like that. Uh, I'm definitely going towards like dungeon synth sure. all day. Old sorcery. Exactly. So uh, power metal is just like, it's one of those things that almost never clicks with me. And ever since I was a kid, it was just like, I don't want this. I don't need this. Again, I can find these themes in other actually better metal bands that I already like. I can find fantasy themes, themes in fucking Led Zeppelin. Yeah, Power Metal's got to definitely be more fucking Conan and less E-Man. E- yes, for sure. I agree. I agree. Right. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yes, more Conan, less E-Man, for yeah. sure. None uh, of that sissy shit. No, don't Stop that. fucking crying. Yeah. Right? That's my fucking motto. Stop fucking crying. That is your, that is your motto. <laughs> All right. So we have three messages from one guy who is a new caller to the show. Um... The first two messages are a minute and then 25 seconds, so that doesn't break our minute and a half rule. The third message is 50 seconds long. However, I think it is just him plugging a show, so I'm going to make an exception in this particular instance. Uh, Moving forward, though, just think about what you want to say. Leave it in a single message. Keep it in a minute and a half or under, and then call it a day. But since it's your first infraction, I'm going to let it slide. Do we want to play just the two that are together that are... Less than a minute and a half together. Yeah, we'll just listen to those uh, back to back. All right. Yo, what's up, man? Um, I live in Indianapolis, and I just want to know what your guys' thoughts are on, like, Indiana as a whole. I know you guys are from Fort Wayne, so uh, Indiana as a whole, why are we considered a flyover state in so many regards when we've got some bangers coming out? Some people, like at least in our scene, in our in the hardcore scene, and in this niche uh, uh, of um, visibility, you know what I mean. I don't know why. Like I, I, I don't doubt that Ohio and some of these other midwestern states are like, but I for sure Ohio is putting out absolute stupid amazing shit. But um, partially, why do you think we just kind of like people breathe over us twenty five percent of the time? I'm sorry, not twenty five percent, but more obviously um i'm rambling but uh at the same time guys you guys have a great rest of your day that's nice of them yeah okay well we'll we'll, we'll actually tackle this one first because i think the second call is a bit so <laughs> so let's uh let's tackle this one first so what do i think of indianapolis as, or indiana as a whole uh why do i think it's considered a flyover state i mean because it's horrible yeah, it's it's not a great place, man. I mean, I've lived here my entire life. I can certainly see the bright sides of being in Indiana, but like 
there's not there's not a chance I'm actually caping up for this place. And in terms of like a state of our size, um, we're not comp- we're not comparable to a Nebraska or something like that. But we don't have we don't have like a suitable number of population centers for a state of this size, right? No. We basically have Indianapolis, we have Fort Wayne, South Bend, kind of. Bloomington is a cultural hub because there's a notable school there, but like, well, that's the 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 only. So, yeah, that's right. Because, I mean, outside of Indy, yeah, and. Like Fort Wayne is by population the second largest state, right? The second largest city in the state, right? And there's a big fucking difference between India and here, between yeah, India and here, for sure. I mean, right? India is basically three times the size of Fort Wayne. Oh, yeah, at least, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, what what is the population of? I'm looking it up now. I think the population of India, the estimated metro- population as of 2021, fourth 423,000 here. Yes. yes, metro area. And I think Indy metro area is about 1.5 million. Right. So there's a big fucking difference. And yeah. there's a huge fucking difference between Indy and Fort Wayne. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because Fort Wayne's got almost half a million people, but it is definitely a fucking small Midwestern town. Yeah, yeah. For better or worse. Yeah. Right? I don't mind the fact that, like, there's not a major highway flowing through town because that's a fucking drag. That's an eyesore. It's fucking noisy. It's fucking bullshit. Sure. Right? Who the, who the fuck wants to live on a major travel corridor? Right. Right? Sure. Um. But, like, there's a big fucking difference. And then you got your outliers. Like, you got the fucking Gary area, which is a bunch of little towns all conglomerated into essentially South Chicago. Sure. Right? Yeah. Which is, that that whole area is effectively completely distinct from the rest of the state. For sure. And then you've got your college towns, right? Right. West Lafayette, fucking South Bend, and fucking Bloomington, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's it. The rest of the state is fucking god-awful. I know I'm not I'm not originally from Indiana. Yeah. Right. I work here. I went to school here. If I honestly, probably if I didn't have the job that I have, I probably wouldn't fucking be here. For sure. Yeah. Why would you, man? Right? Because the state's fucking god awful. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I I fucking laugh heartily. Yeah. Whenever I hear Hoosiers caping up for like, oh man, Indiana sure is beautiful. No, it's not. It's yeah. a fucking ag hellhole. Yeah, it is. Right? And once you step foot outside of a fucking major city, mm-hmm. you, it, it is fucking weirdo conservative honky town for sure right it's fucking awful and we're and i would i would say that ohio is comparably awful however there are more urban centers where there are things happening cincinnati columbus and cleveland right toledo yeah right so like ohio has like um like and and those centers are sort of like spread out and yeah southern ohio and southeastern ohio as you start to tiptoe mm-hmm. over closer to like the appalachians sure southern indiana has some nice spots for like, sure you know like around around fucking monroe county and like bloomington is sure. fine yeah brown county and monroe county it's fine yeah um but it's not really connected to anything else and even cincinnati dude is beautiful right. in ohio like cincinnati's pretty cool yeah and, and like way southern indiana is is pretty cool geologically and like it's it's pretty and stuff if that's your fucking thing sure so why don't people come to indiana because it fucking sucks yeah it's like at its fucking foundation it sucks yeah and no cool people like stay here that that we're not cool we fucking stay here right sure (laughs) yeah exactly so like that's why yeah like why and also like like why the fuck would you go to indiana when you've got chicago right right like you've got like bigger bigger fish to fry with cooler things yeah within a few hours of indiana um 
And if you're talking about why it's passed over in terms of like hardcore tours and stuff like that, same reason, same reason. It's just like, it's, there's a dearth of culture here. Um, and you have to fucking dig the well and work really hard to maintain the fucking flow once it's there. Cause trust, like the last few years have picked up a lot. I mean, we're in a very good time right now. We've talked about it over and over again. Uh, the fact that I do have enforced and combust and fucking gel and restraining order and spine and big laugh coming through here is no small feat. And I'm not saying this to fucking gas myself up, but it is hard fucking work, man. It's like, it's not easy to do. I have to post a bunch of fucking flyers. I got to remind a bunch of kids to come out. I got to encourage people to start bands. I have to bring through shows that are good on a consistent basis to keep people interested. People aren't just like of their own accord, like going out and doing it themselves. It requires like sort of uh, freaks with a fanatical devotion of this sort of thing. Indianapolis has the same thing. Absent a, a core nucleus of people in Indianapolis that are mindlessly devoted to doing the thing, even Indianapolis, that scene withers on the vine, man. Like it's always built around yeah. a few people doing the thing. The population, the culture cannot support like sort of self-sustaining, self-perpetuating scenes here. So And it's 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 you know, in, in that way it's no different than any of your other fucking flyover sure. states, right? Right, exactly. Because yeah. you know, listen, word association. Right. Sick and cool and nice. Right. I don't think Indiana. No. No. Illinois. No. Iowa. No. North like like like, I just don't know. And also, like, dude, as you already mentioned, there's so many, you can, you're so close to such cool shit. Even when I was in Michigan last weekend, I was four and a half hours north of here, as you were. Comparatively, no contest. You know, and, 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 like, yeah, and it's all connected. Like, hardcore right. doesn't exist in a fucking vacuum sure. of other things. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, like, you know, when I'm up in fucking Grayling, Michigan, Grayling, Michigan is a fucking... Like shitty, like like I like Grayling, but yeah. it's like a tiny little fucking tourist town in Crawford sure. County, Michigan, right up in the middle of the fucking, you know, lower peninsula, uh, upper lower peninsula. But like, yo, at least it looks nice. It's beautiful, yeah, for sure. At least I can easily go fucking fishing in a river or go do something right. that I want to do. Sure. At least I can enjoy myself outside. At least I don't have to fucking look at fucking corn. Yeah, no doubt. Dude, it's fucking nuts. Like, you've even said this to me. Like, growing up around here, how you like to drive around in the, like, you kind of like the scenery in rural Indiana? Sure, uh, certain parts of it. It's, it's just it's, comforting. It's, how, it's comfort food. Yeah, food. sure, it, sure, sure. It, it is bonkers to me that anybody could look out their fucking window while they're driving through fucking rural Indiana and be like, gosh, that sure is nice. Sure. Yeah. And I fuck like, like you talk about, you, you talk about some fucking Stockholm. Syndrome. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, there's no question about that. I mean, you learn to love where you're at, you know what yeah. I mean? Because like you've resigned yourself to the fact that this is where you're going to die. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's Stockholm syndrome for sure. Um, I think when I get in that zone, it's more just like, uh, the sort of memories or feelings that I'm associating with. I never really have a moment where I'm looking around and I'm just like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Fuck Indiana. Yeah. Fuck you Hoosiers. Yeah, it's not a sick place. Fuck man. Eric Holcomb. Yeah. Fuck the true. farmers. It's true. <laughs> Fuck corn. Fuck soy. <laughs> I like how farmers are always like, well, we're feeding America. No, you're not. You're feeding fucking pigs. You're feeding fucking livestock. And I don't give a shit if I actually get to eat pork or beef. Yeah. I like it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, would I rather see those egg fields being so, like 
like used to produce something other than just two fucking grain crops? That'd be cool. Oh yeah, for sure. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no right? doubt. Right. So yeah, fuck this fucking state. Yeah, this state sucks, man. It's, there's no, there's no caping up for it. It's a, it's it's worse than Jersey. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, dude! It's way worse than Jersey. There's it's, no it's, question. It's one dude. of the worst. It's one of the fucking worst states in the country. Easy. You, I mean, there's no like Fort Wayne has one of, if not the lowest cost of living for a city of its size in the entire nation. Yeah. Which why is the nice. fuck do you think that is? Though? Which is nice. It's nice, but why do you think that is? Yeah. Because no it's coming here. It's a what are you gonna fucking do? It's a suicide pit. What are you gonna dude? fucking do? Yeah. For you, sure. Hey, you want to go outside and do something? Fuck you. It's all privately owned. It's right. all fucking farms. Yeah. It's all fucking. It, it's all fucking farmers and like you know just general rural weirdness from the fucking children of the corn that live out there in these fucking satellite towns yeah right yeah do you do you like to do you like the fucking do you do you like clean environment do you like clean usable water well fuck you because we gave all that to the farmers too and they just fill it up with shit yeah our rivers and streams are just muddy fucking bullshit yeah the right yeah the rivers are nightmares dude. do you like scenery well fuck you it's flat and there's nothing here yeah so why the fuck would anybody come here for sure fuck this state but if you're gonna be here uh I don't know, start a cool band, start a venue, write a zine, whatever. Make it as cool as you possibly can. Uh, in microcosms, Indiana can be cool, has been cool, is cool. But if we're just talking about it holistically as a place, it's a fucking nightmare. And Hoosiers, pull your head out of your ass because, yo, this place ain't fucking nice. No, it's not nice. It's not nice at all. Right. I, li you, I live here because it's fucking you, cheap and my friends are here. That's exactly right. You're, re <laughs> you're really fucking comping yeah. when you're telling me that, like, boy, ain't it fucking beautiful. No, it's not. Dude, sometimes I hop on the fucking Indiana Reddit mm -hmm. just once in a while to see what's happening. And yeah. I fucking love it because it'll be like a nature picture. Mm -hmm. And it's like, gosh, sure is great. And it's like on a fucking eroded ditch bank. <laughs> With no know? native biodiversity. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's yeah. just like a fucking eroded ditch bank of nothing but non-native plants yeah. with like a muddy cornfield in the back. <laughs> Sure, and then everybody's bra the the main thing that people brag about is boy the sunsets sure are fucking nice dude have you seen the sunset anywhere have you seen the sunset over the fucking ocean I would fuck that's fucking nice dude you know what I get rid of, I I would happily live in a fucking dark secluded valley surrounded by forests and fucking mountains if I never had to see another sunset Indiana sunset again. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. If I lived in rural Indiana, I'd kill myself. There's, no, there's no fucking way. 100 There's no fucking way. Yeah, that is no small part of why my last relationship ended because I said, nope. No. I will never do it. Godspeed. I'm not doing if it. If I lived in rural Indiana, I'd kill everybody in a rural town and then I'd kill that, Yeah, for sure. It would be the biggest mass murder you'd ever heard of. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I would, I'd be the joker of Cherubusco. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's listen to this guy. Well, there's plenty of people in Cherubusco that think they're the fucking <laughs> No doubt. Let's listen to this guy's bit call. I, I think this is another tight fiver. Hey there, brothers. I know you got the hardcore blood in you, but I'm just wondering, when the fuck are we going to see some mock wrestling in the hardcore scene again? I'm trying to see some bouts. I'm trying to see some vocalists showing up it's showing out. Tell me what you think, brother. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing some rustling. Yeah, sure. Just general chaos. If it's uh, if it fits the vibe of the show, whatever. I've seen Tony Erba fucking pile drive a motherfucker through like a card table before, and it's great. But the thing is, it's got to be full committal because I've I've seen I've seen people half assing it, 
and it's fucking weak and lame and embarrassing and not fun. And it's, it, it's try hard and gay and I do not like it. Tony Erba, after having a heart attack, I saw that man leaving it all on stage in his 50s, literally leaping off of PA speakers through folding tables with no regard for his own life. How do you want to fucking go? Exactly. Hitting the deck at a hardcore show. For sure. From a fucking massive heart attack. Yep. Right? Yes. Or fucking slow and old. So if you're going to do the the pro wrestling thing, okay. But full commit, dude. No half-assing, no goofy. We're just pantomiming in the pit. We're, oh, what a laugh. No. Broken glass, cutting your fucking head open with a razor in the fucking sweatband. You better fucking do it. Do yeah. not half-step on it. So, yeah, I'm with it. But with the ca- the caveat, I'm, I'm talking about I want to see fucking, uh, I want to see New Jack level antics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dive, dive off the rafters. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's we're gonna make an exception. This is a show plug from the the same gentleman. So we'll listen to that real quick. Yo, what's up? Um, I've left two voicemails or messages for you guys. You can ignore them, use them however you want. But uh, I just was listening to one of the episodes where you said you encourage uh, show promotion. I'm in a band called Slur. We are playing May 21st at. Oh, fuck. Where are we playing? And don't worry about it. It's on Prospect Street. I think it's Atomic. I think it's Atomic Duckpin. Um, but we're playing there with Velocity, Adam Tan, and Slut Bomb. It's going to be a sick-ass show. Uh, come out if you're interested. Also, you guys, I love your podcast. That's why I've called in three times in one day just to leave a stupid-ass voicemail. So, peace out, Girl Scout. All right. Well, thank you for the kind words about the podcast. Um, you know, keep it to one call per day moving forward, but we, we appreciate your enthusiasm. Yeah, okay. There you go. Go see Slur on uh, May 21st at the Atomic Duck Pen. That's a spot I really want to play. I've seen uh, photos of the space. It looks fucking cool. Um, do they have duck pin bowling while the shows are going on? I don't think while the, while the shows are going on, but they do have duck pin bowling. Um, and uh, Slur, uh, Colossal Man played with them recently. We, they played the uh, Brat Show. Um, down in Indianapolis the other day at Natural State Provisions a couple weeks back, and uh, I thought they were pretty good. Sounded pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm always uh, I'm always happy when a new hardcore band pops up in Indiana. I'm just I'll take, brother. I will take what I can get. Um, so we got one voicemail, <laughs> which is pretty good. I like how Gray comes over to Nate's house after dinner and gets mad at him for having just eaten dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I never thought about it that way. And, and he and you true. you frequently come over and eat dinner just before we record. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not much of a throat clearer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get I don't have the same physiological response. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's not that I'm it's not that I'm mad at Nate for eating dinner. It's just like it's one of those things. Like if you had a pal who every time he ate dinner ripped fucking foul farts, it's not like you're mad that he ate dinner, but you are bummed that that's the result of him eating dinner. Similarly, of course. You, you know, I come over at eight. Dinner time is just concluded. Reasonable that you just had fucking kielbasa, right? But unfortunately, the particular physiological side effects that it induces you in in you make it very difficult to edit the episode. I th- sometimes I think I might eat kielbasa more regularly than mm-hmm. any other person in Fort Wayne. That's probably true. 
Right. Yeah, I bet that's a safe assumption. Kielbasa and crop, put yeah. it in a crock pot. Yeah. Can't go wrong. No, I mean, you can. It's fucking great, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. Okay. So on that note, uh, we've, uh, we, we conclude, uh, Pretty mid episode of Demolition yeah. this week, but that's okay. As we often say, they can't all be winners. I think. Uh, I think at the very least, there's a little bit of something for everybody this week. So we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one.